Hello, hello, and welcome back. Yeah, hey there, everyone. I'm truly, I'm truly thankful and grateful for the chance to talk about something really close to my heart. In past episodes, I think I've mentioned wanting to share my influences and inspirations, the things, people, and experiences that have yet yeah, truly shaped me made me to the person I am now. So now I will start with one of my biggest inspirations. Someone who's been with me for yeah quite a long time, definitely. And played a huge he played yeah, it's a he <laughs> he played a huge role in making me more open, realer, more confident and thankful for the life I was given every single day. I tried my best. I tried my best. Today's the day, I think, for some really good soul-searching. I'm here having those thoughts and ideas, and I want to dive really deep into them, my thoughts, my ideas, and a special connection to a certain force and that connection and that force had such a profound impact on my life. It had and it still has a particular force. Tupac Amaru Shakur. Connection with this person had a tremendous and huge effect on my life. So, put on your seatbelts, <laughs> buckle up, because yeah, I truly think this is going to be an inspiring journey. An inspiring journey. First and foremost for me, yes, because I'm sitting here thinking those thoughts and ideas and feeling the connection. And I want to share the connection with myself and with you, with Tupac Amaru Shakur. And by doing that, I'm the first person listening to it, feeling it, and reliving the moments during my life. When I think about it now, it's been a long time. So, buckle up. <laughs> yes, I want to have this inspiring journey into my heart and soul of the word alchemist. And I'm definitely trying to be on the Wynod Way as best as possible. And I will talk about the Wynod Way in future episodes, in more detail, history behind it, what is it. Why is it and who is it? For now, from this point forward, and this is what I'm recording now, but not only for the recording, from this point forward in my life, what you're about to read here, in whatever aspect, in whatever sense, is all me. My thoughts, my feelings my ideas laid totally bare in front of you, in front of me first, because first and foremost, I think I have to be honest and real with myself if I want to, if I want to live consciously and real and in the moment and present. I'm on a journey really, truly, to be genuine and truthful and as appreciative 
of the life I've been granted as I can be, as much as possible. Doing it, or I cannot do it every single moment. I could maybe, I try to, but it's hard. It's hard, it's a struggle. Each and every one of us has a different struggle to a certain extent and so on, right? Every word I choose to express myself is rooted, really deeply rooted in my own unique and individual life story, like the ups and downs. I mean, the ups and downs everyone has, different ones. Each and every one of us has a different story, a unique and individual life story. Even if you have siblings or a twin, you're different people, right? So what does that mean? We'll find out. I will find out for myself. And I want you to be part of it, definitely. So, all right, all right. Let's talk about Tupac Amaru Shakur. <laughs> Tupac Amaru Shakur. Yeah, that's his name. And he's not just a rapper, because a lot of people know him as a rapper. But a dude who took emotions, his emotions, emotions around him, experiences, and yeah, life itself, and turn it into art, into some kind of art form that hits me and hit me fully, fully in the gut, like totally. When I first listened to him, I was in 2003. When Ghetto Gospel came out, the song produced by Eminem. And that's when I first listened to Tupac. I just, I listened. I heard his voice, the song, like the beat. Back then, my English wasn't that good. So I listened to the beat, bumped my head, <laughs> enjoyed the music, enjoyed the track. So I didn't understand that much. I saw the video, but I heard the voice. I heard the voice of Tupac Amaru Shakur rapping, actually pouring out his emotions. He turned all of himself into some kind of art form. And his voice wasn't just a sound. He was tapping into something deep within me, within him, within people. Just imagine being a piano player, you have a piano. For me, Tupac was playing a piano of emotions, like a master. I found out about that for myself and talking about it with others and so on and so on later in life. When I first listened to him, I was 12 years old and I listened to Ghetto Gospel. I heard his voice, this unique voice. And that was something really special. And then years passed by, three, four years, I think, until 2006, seven-ish, something like that. It must have been when I rediscovered him through Better Days, the album, Until the End of Time, those posthumes released albums. And I listened to it, I borrowed it from the library. I found out more about him, about his life. But first his music, and my English was okay back then. What I did, I sat on my computer and printed out lyrics. But that was later. So, 8, 2009, something like that, 2008, 2009, must have been around that time. I was like 17, 18, getting older, getting more mature, step by step. <laughs> 
and finding out more about Tupac. Of course, there are a lot of other things happened in my life, though this is the main topic now for this episode. I'm referring to him and the connection to him and his music and his art now. And it was around that time that I really rediscovered Park on a totally different level. On a level where I found out for myself, wow, there's more than just bumping your head to the beat, just listening to the melody, the music, yeah, the beat in itself, and the voice and the tone and the skills, which are also important, all important, in my opinion, for a musician. All the different aspects, the tone of your voice, the cadence, the flow, and whatever genre you're active. And really interesting to me as well, because all of the aspects form a musician, form a band, form the art form in itself, in all aspects. And one big part for me, now and in recent years, more and more, yeah, around that time it started, actually with Tupac and some others, Around when I was 17, 18, and my English got better through the music, and then listening to the music while also secretly yeah, printing out all the lyrics and reading through them, all in so many folders and getting through them, discovering it, marking it, rereading it, and analyzing it, and dissecting it, and all of this, and really diving in more and more and more over the years. So it was a starting process around, yeah, 18, 19, until now. Now I'm 32. Some musicians have followed me around. For example, like Tupac, exactly. And it was something so special over the time. Step by step, more and more, I really discovered Park. Like Park as a person, not only as a rapper, but as a person. And that's what I want to talk about in this episode. Tupac as a person and the connection. Who was Tupac really? And to give you a really brief overview here, this is really a, a short and brief overview. And I will talk about certain aspects and topics of his life in this episode and later, of course, and dig deeper on certain parts and less on other parts. This is just a brief overview. Tupac Amaru Shakur, or shortly called Tupac, he was. Born in 1971 in Harlem, New York, and raised by his mother and aunt and without a father. And his mom was heavily involved in the Black Panther movement, the Black Panther Party, a group that was dedicated to addressing racial inequality, especially in the United States of America, and fighting for the rights, social and human rights and Tupac later his musical career or music career was heavily influenced by that and he was brought up in New York raised on the east coast of the United States and the family experienced a lot of poverty racism social inequalities a lot of issues and struggles throughout his life and they moved around a lot he also attended the school for performing arts, he learned ballet and read Shakespeare and got introduced to so many different topics throughout his young life. He was such a diverse character from early on in his life, dealing with social issues, poverty, criminality, 
drugs. People around him tried to seduce him uh, into drugs, into drug dealing. And there's so many layers. And also the things in school, learning ballet, reading Shakespeare, having good friends, writing and having fun. Yet on the other hand, moving around all the influences by his mother and other people around him through history, through social inequalities because of his skin color and other things. There was so much put and pressured into him at an early age when he was a really young kid, a teenager. This, of course, influenced him heavily and also made him to the person, to the revolutionary, to that strong, willing person because he had to fight through so much. And it was not only the bad things, the difficult things and the sad things, but also the beautiful things. He was such a diverse character. He experienced so much on all levels, on all sides. And that's why I always like to talk about the different sides, because life is both sides. That's what he really experienced at such a young age throughout his life of 25 years, which is quite a sum. Yet, on the other hand, with all the experiences and everything in there, tremendous. All the knowledge, yeah, all the adversities, beautiful things, everything, everything. And he's not the only one. There's so many people out there, you, me, all of us, back then, through history, people like him, in the sense of experiencing a ton of different layers of emotions, feelings, experiences on all levels and layers throughout your life. On all layers of emotions and feelings. You know, similar experiences on all levels. What do you make of it? What do you do with this? What he did? Yes, I will talk about it. And this is just a brief overview over a couple of topics here and there. And through all of this, all of what he faced, he stood up, he fought his way, and he became the person that also later then, in the late 80s, got famous and got more and more attention by the media and by the public. And then it was about five or six years that he got really famous, that he was famous, that he struggled so much more through attention of the media. There's so much to talk about, absolutely. I mean, for all of us, human lives are not simple, right? They're complex. There's so many stories and layers and experiences. And talking about him now in this longer episode series, I want to dive into his life. And he tragically died in 1996 and was assassinated. And there's a lot of rumors and also topics about that. And what is the legacy? What is what is the topic really of his life? In my opinion, he left a really incredible mark on this planet, on the music industry, but on life on this planet in general. It was about him, his message, and his activism, and his influence on and dedication to social justice, fighting against social injustices, fighting for human rights, helping the community, helping people around him, supporting women rights, and so on and so on. There's so many layers. He was an activist, an actor, a poet, a writer, so many layers to discover and 
Now I want to talk about him as the person and the connection to me. Why do I feel such a strong bond to him? And what do I take from his life and his experiences as far as I interpret them to my life, in my journey through life?